Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's the holiday season. Just felt like we had to give you a holiday show. Bringing in my buddy, Seth Marks. We got stories from Christmas past, high school past, Mitchell Trubisky, Chinese food. You came here for a reason. You know we love you. Here comes the Windy City Podcast. Showtime. Tucker, Ewing sets a screen. The shot is off. Loose ball. Ewing goes up. The basket counts. 28 points and 17 rebounds. He did it a year ago on Christmas Day. How do you think Doug Collins feels? Don't touch me. Hey, Ray. Hey, Sugar. Tell him who we are. Well, we're big rock singers. We got golden fingers. And we're loved everywhere we go. That sounds like us. We sing about beauty and we sing about truth. At $10,000 a show. Right. We take all kind of pills to give us all kind of thrills. But the thrill we never know is the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Oh, yeah. Bringing in my buddy Seth Marks today. We ain't on any covers. It's the holiday season. Seth, how are you, buddy? Good to be with you, pal. I'm flattered. I'm honored. I'm privileged. And uh, wow. Let's go. So, a couple things. Number one, you're on the Bravo reality show Real Housewives Utah. Is that right? Yes. Salt Lake City. The Housewives of Salt Lake City. That is correct. Bravo. Same place the Kardashians started. And how's it been going for you? Is the season over yet? I haven't seen any of the episodes. Um, it has been a, a wild ride. Oh, hold on. My, uh, my wife is uh, talking on the phone, walking in. I, I'm going to uh, cuddle up in the fetal position. I lose all my confidence, Mark. I, I feel like kryptonite. I can't even go on with the podcast. My wife's in the room. I have no confidence. Oh, my God. I feel interior. Oh, Mark, Mark, can I call you? Please stop that. <laughs> Should I call you back? I don't even know if this is real or not. <laughs> 
have you have, have you have you seen the movie The Joker? <laughs> yeah, my wife is literally in the bathroom now with the door closed, talking. We're both talking. We she I talk louder than she does. So having us, uh, I'm at my freaking mother-in-law's house. Okay, so the, it's tight quarters. We're sharing a room. You're on vacation in Boca Raton, Florida, at your mother-in-law's house with your wife right there who kind of doesn't like you. Is that the picture? That would be an oxymoron. Vacation at mother-in-law's house. (laughs) I don't think that ever is possible. (laughs) (laughs) So It's a little hell on earth. I I want want to see if anybody – is listening to the podcast and has made it this far. We're two minutes in if you already haven't clicked off. So, Seth, who are you on Instagram? Seth Stock, is that right? Seth Stock. Yeah. So, so his name's Seth. Will you, follow back, will you follow back anybody who follows you in the next week? And if they write at you, we'll give them a gift from the Windy City Podcast. I'll get them a hoodie. If you just DM me, the Windy in yeah. the Mopo House. Yeah, just anything with the windy in it. Yeah, for sure. I'll fund the gift. All right. I don't even want okay. uh, going in their pocket for it. All right. So just if DM Seth the windy on Instagram, Seth Stock. Uh, and so here's where I wanted to start with you, actually, because I've been watching your videos and you are, you're you're awesome. You do inspirational stuff, which of course is one of my favorite things. Be your best every single day, or at least give it your all to try to be your best. But what I've noticed on you, Seth, in this uh, particular point in time because a lot of these videos you're doing with your shirt off and you've done a very aggressive grooming of the chest and I've never figured out exactly how to do that so can we can we talk male grooming on this on this Chris because you you either have like something from manscaped or I don't know what you have going on over there but you really I mean, you set it up nicely. It's it's borderline pornography when I, when I watch you, you just t- talking to me about self help with with the shirt off look that you go with. Well, first of all, as you talk about self help, trying to you know for me, it's balancing the chakras and and getting to that high best version of self. All that you, you got to have the body. There's no excuse to you know. I dropped about thirty pounds in the last six months when I got serious about higher self shit you know that chakra alignment shit it ain't shit with that when you start buying into it and understanding it it really can evolve you and then you get a strong body and then if you're getting a strong body you got a hairy chest you're like what the fuck so you got to shave the hair off the chest once you got a strong body so right now if you're hairy and fat it actually looks better than bald and fat so I went into Walgreens. There's like 17 SKUs. There's so many choices for body razors now. I think every dude is shaving their body. So I just got a body razor. I think it's a Norelco. And once every four or five weeks, you trim it. So wait, hold on. You, okay, you went to Walgreens. You went. You you sized up the options. You went Norelco. Probably, uh, I'm guessing you spent the extra bucks on the on the high level Norelco. And uh, from there, where do you actually do the shaving? Because it creates a huge mess. So w- whenever when, whenever I do it, I go old school. I get the scissors out, and then I've got hair all over the bathroom. I got hair in the sink. 
It's a, it's a pain. <laughs> You'll be there all day. Right. Scissors, Jesus. You'd be, you'd be like a nine-hour thing if I was using scissors. You just buzz it off, go over the shower, stand in the shower, let it go down the drain, and uh, put a little drain over if it ever gets backed up. I haven't had any backup issues because, you know, if you do it every four or five weeks, it's not like you're Grizzly Adams. So before, wait, I mean, you just—it's like a quick, but it's like you know, trimming a. Okay, so you, uh, so, you know. so so you're telling me that you get in the shower, water's flowing, you bust out the Norel- no, no water yet, no, no. water. Okay, no, so, you, you go dry, buzz off. Okay, so you shower, dry, buzz off in the shower. Um, yes. Do you have a Do you have a hair uh, guard on the on the drain, or do you just risk it and 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 you're going to call the plumber one day? It's a fantastic question. So I don't have a hair guard, and there's maybe a market for that, or it should come in the box with the Norelco. But the the reality is uh, I'll grab the clumps if I see any, and I will throw those in the garbage with the regular waste. Those won't go down the sewage. Uh, so I, I, you know, I'll look for that. If not, I just turn the damn shower on, and we uh, we're done with the process. Okay, this is interesting. Now, is your shower? Are you an elite shower guy where there's no bathtub and you got the whole steam thing going on there, so you got a nice flat bottom? Or are you in a bathtub? <laughs> I'll take any shower with warm water, Mark. You know, I'm like Rick Majerus these days. When I'm not at my in-laws, I'm living in a hotel. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You're hoteling it. Well, that's well, hotel is actually that's the time to do it because you don't have to worry yeah. about the plumbing. Uh, but you're right. You're living it, but that's not normal everybody's life. So I'm just trying to figure this out for myself. Which what you're saying is that if I go to Walgreens, get myself the Norelco. Now, how do you deal with the back hair? Who does that for you? Don't do it. You know, I don't really do it every once in a blue moon. If you know the stars are aligned perfectly, I'll ask my wife to do it. It's maybe happened like three times in 25 years. <laughs> so. It doesn't. Thank God, it's the back here is mild, so it doesn't. You know, I think that's more my Irish Catholic side, okay. but I don't know. Okay, so you've got a mild back hair. See, I mean, my back hair is fairly mild too, but it's mild to the point that it's really annoying me, and it's coming up the back of the neck, and I, it just. But that's true. I mean, three and twenty-five actually sounds like you had a great marriage. To be able to actually say, "Hey, honey, will you shave my back hair?" I mean, that's a big-time ask, right there. Yes, and then of course you want to go complete back, all the way down the batissimo, uh, you know, and get the full ass shave at the same time. Right, right. I mean, are you a full? Are you a manscape guy? Do you take care of? Uh, we don't need to know that, but of course you do. Nah, I mean, you got to go. Yeah, you, you yeah. Mean, I mean, let's let's be yeah, real. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The George the Animal Steel days are over. Right, right, right. So I. <laughs> You didn't know that I was going here, but I, you know, I was just, you know, I, I'm watching your Insta, and there you are, and the chest is shaved perfectly, and I'm like, how is he doing this? And I, because you know, I'm sitting there like even today before I left to go to WGN, I'm sitting there in the bathroom, and I'm just, I take my scissors out and I'm clipping away, and then I've got all these long hairs hanging out, and it's 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 annoying. Now you know, <laughs> I haven't figured it out. Uh, yeah. This is uh, it's an interesting topic. Well, but I, I don't I, I don't think scissors and the chest go really well together. Really no, well. I, I ultimately I'm always going to clip something. Now I'm bleeding and it's just completely embarrassing and 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 and, and I've gotten minimal gain for my effort. And all I've really done is just avoided my life for a good fifteen minutes. Like. <laughs>
<laughs> oh goodness. Okay. All right, let me let me segue to another topic. Last night was Christmas, okay? We're recording on Saturday afternoon. So I watched a bunch of NBA buckets, enjoyed myself some Brooklyn Nets. Look out for KD. He looks phenomenal. Kyrie's going to be a problem in the end, but whatever. And so we're trying, I'm calling nonstop to Moon Palace, trying to get through in Chinatown to get in my Kung Pao chicken and uh, some egg rolls and a little hot and sour soup and let's live the dream. Jewish guy on Christmas. Can't get through. <laughs> so I go, I go order online and I get her in there and I'm excited. And I, it's, it said 25 to 35 minutes and I figured that was a standard response time. This is Christmas. Let me give it the extra here. So I watched all a halftime. I'm into the third quarter. It's already 35 minutes. I'm like, you know what? I got to go. And so I get up and I drive over to Chinatown, go get to the palace to pick up the food. And I walk in, they look at me, what's the name? Carmen, look at me cross-eyed. Oh, we never process it. It'll be an hour with not even an ounce of apology, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did they have a TV you could at least sit there and watch? So that's the thing. You're in a pandemic. There's no TV. Everything's blocked off. What do you do? I went to the Walgreens down the street because we did need some soda for our uh, Chinese dinner. So I'm going to go get the, the get the Coca-Cola. And then I ended up in, you know, and I had a very small, this is the scene, Seth. I had a very small cut on my second finger on my left hand from slicing a bagel the other day that I did poorly. But so I'm looking at these Coca-Cola products, the six-pack bottle. They had the three-pack of the 12-packs for $9.99, which was clearly the best deal. But then I'm debating in my head that the wife's going to be mad at me that I just bought too much soda, even though it's by far the best value. Should I do this? Then I'm, so then I pick up the plastic you know, six bottles there, and I slice open the – I reopen the cut. So now I'm in Walgreens in Chinatown. I'm <laughs> bleeding. There, and, 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 and what do you do? So I'm so I like all right fine I'm in Walgreens so then I go over to the Band-Aid section put the Band-Aid on the bloody finger both hands now have some some level of blood on it and, and it, we're in a pandemic and now I gotta you know I gotta still grab up the soda and pay with this bloody finger go back into Moon Palace get my thing and drive on home I don't know what the point of this whole story was but that was that was my that was my Christmas thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't bump into you. That's all I can say. You're you're the worst nightmare of everybody last night. Right, guys, right. Is, is your mask even on? Mask was on, but who's the guy bleeding in Walgreens in a pandemic <laughs> trying to make a soda purchase? I mean, how does that guy even have a DeWindy City podcast? Should be banned from friggin' life. When did you bring the soda into the Chinese restaurant to pick up the Chinese restaurant, or did you drop the soda in the car and then go get the Chinese food? The soda went back in the car, drove over, walked in, and I'm like, "This better be this better be done." And I walk in, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I was just calling you." I'm like, "Oh, thank you." And it was so it was it was it was fresh, it was delicious, it was a wonderful meal. Why do you do you go Chinese on Christmas? Do you do you hang with that? Because that's what we do, and, and, and like I think Jewish people do this. They don't even like it, but I love it. No, it, it's definitely a tradition for sure. Uh, but 
I, when I married into my wife's side, is a Christmas observing family. So that's why we, every Christmas, we get together. It's a beautiful tradition. And, uh, you know, we celebrate the big birthday and everybody gets gifts. And, uh, you know, God gives them. Are you the wait? Are you are are you the only Jew in attendance? Well, yeah, I mean, yes, basically, if they're observing the uh, right Christmas, and I respect that, Dude, I, I actually oh. think it's a way better process than Hanukkah. I mean, let's just do it once and do it right. Let's get fired up the night before, and let's get up early and really with a bundle of energy and celebrate the shit out of it. And everybody gets gifts. And, uh, you know, then we, then we start drinking. Right. But when you're sitting there, <laughs> when you're sitting there at the table and they're all enjoying the ham, do you go like old school Woody Allen and say, Oh, I love this is a, this is a delicious ham. Like, do you really, do you settle in and go with that? I, I, you know, I don't know. It's not like I'm fiddler on the roof here. I mean, I barely grew up Jewish. I, I had to read the Hebrew in, in English or else I couldn't have been bar but I had to slide a cheat sheet literally on top of the Torah and phonetically sound out Hebrew words that were typed in English. And everybody thought I was reading the Torah. I mean, I, that's the guy. We, I think we were in the same class. We were the only two guys. It was, it was like a lit, what, what class were we in together the in gr- high school? So we were in. I love that you're bringing this up. We were in health class. You were you were one year ahead of me. We were sitting in the front row of health class, and, and you were big man on campus, football player, most popular guy in town. Carmen was your uh, your your resident nerd, just hanging out, and and you and you turned to me, and you're like, "Do exactly what I say, or I'll kick your ass." <laughs> and. and <laughs> And I, and I, uh, and truth be, truth be told, I, I knew, I knew that I, unlike some of the dudes that you hung out with, who I was terrified of, you, I was not, and I knew you were generally kidding, but uh, if it was Carter Corey, I would have been terrified. But so you, 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 when this, what happened was the t- the teacher, we're sitting in the front row, the teacher walks down the aisle past us, and as she passed us, you raised your hand. And so then, of course, I had to raise my hand, and all the girls sitting behind us thought it was hysterical. And then whenever she turned around, somehow you couldn't read the Torah, apparently, but you had an innate sense of exactly when the teacher was going to turn around, and so you dropped your hand. <laughs> it was... <laughs> Did she call on you? No, she... No, I don't... I don't maybe she... No, I think I was fast enough with you. I didn't get called on either. But... You were, I mean, I was like, in, in, as a freshman, as a freshman in high school, I was five feet tall, 105 pounds, prepubescent, <laughs> which was extremely damn painful. You would go to, you'd go to gym class at eight in the morning and they had these skimpy speedo freaking bathing suits that they'd make you wear and you had to shower and here I am, prepubescent Carmen, and the and the guy who was the towel guy at Highland Park High School who was straight pedophile, he would throw the towel up to you like you were Wilt Chamberlain, so you had to reach up for it so he could get a full peek. <laughs> Do you remember that? 
He would, Russ would fire the towel. You'd have to like, you'd have to touch the ceiling to get it. There you go, Russ. There's the floppy one incher hanging up north and south and east and west. <laughs> he threw it like he had to be Megatron. Calvin Harrison is trying to grab that towel. <laughs> jumping, ready. <laughs> <laughs> no way! What the hell? Like he didn't trust kids to get their own time. Right, right. How? I did him like it was like a subway napkin. How? Right. <laughs> how is this your job? What do you do? How did? Yeah. How, how did no Why one? Was there a guy doing that? Is there a statute of limitations? We were all butt naked. <laughs> we had to take the the, the swimsuits belonged to the high school, right? Yes, yes. Na- one na- use. <laughs> Nasty used weird uh, material speedos. It was basically, it was basically a Hooters, a pair of Hooters shorts <laughs> without leg, without with with less leg to it. <laughs> you, In blue, you know what? Dark blue. You know what they did before <laughs> that era? By the way, though, in the sixties and seventies, they would swim nude. Did you know that? They, no they, yes. They swam nude. This came up on one of at yes. I had uh, this was on one radio show that I was producing. I was producing Cap, good old David Kaplan, and he, that came up on the air somehow. And I'm like, "You're kidding? No, we swam nude. That's what they, competitively. No, not competitively. <laughs> no, in gym class with dudes, there were no girls. It was like an all boys gym class, and you swam nude. How like girls weren't peeking in? That's insane. But how did seriously? Somebody that is insane. We should call Highland Park High School right now and ask him how the hell you let Russ run around in there handing out towels. I'm suing you. Uh, <laughs> I'm 47 years old and I'm still traumatized by that guy looking at my balls. It was insane. He protected that cart with the towels. No one could get one. You had to wait and you'd be lined up butt ass naked waiting your turn. Right. You'd be waiting your turn. To to be the Jerry Rice and try to catch your towel. Would you give me the damn towel, please? I've been standing here for three minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. I gotta tell you, it's almost as good as uh, Mike and Mike. Yeah, this is true. All right, well, we can we can wrap it on that one. Uh, again, Seth Stock, please uh, reference to Wendy. Uh, this is real what I, quick though. Yeah, real quick. Uh, am I the only guy that's like totally confused, inspired, and encouraged all at the same time with Mister Bisky right now? Mitchell Trubisky is actually playing well. Seth, I've gone through a full transformation. The day they drafted him, I thought they were it was the dumbest move of all time. I I still think that to this day, but for his first however long he has been here, before he got benched in the Atlanta game, I'm like this guy is straight brutal. But what's happened afterwards, he's had some level of resolve coming off the benching that's impressed me. And now he's actually playing better, and the Bears have figured out how to use him at the same time. Their offensive line has suddenly transformed into 
capable, borderline good. And now he's a free agent at the end of the year, and I want him to keep him around. It's like it's unbelievable. Life uh, comes at you pretty fast when you're watching Bears quarterbacks be bad. Uh, but I don't know. Have you had the same Trubisky transformation? Yeah, I never went sour, Mark. I didn't. I didn't want to believe it could be this much of a miss, this much of a disaster. After that had Mahomes, Watson, and we went and traded up and gave up picks to get him. I didn't believe Ryan Pace could be that inept that that he could literally be. I mean, that's a borderline, borderline like illiterate in the industry he's in if it were a miss, given everything. So I believe Ryan Pace knows and knew what he was doing. I still haven't relented from that position. We haven't seen the best of Mr. Trubisky, but what we're seeing right now is what Ryan Pace hoped he'd see, but earlier. We are seeing a bona fide uh, leader who's making good decisions. He's got all the tools. He's per- he, Mitch Trubisky right now, just judge him in these last two games and these last two games only. There's no way in hell you want to let this guy go. He's showing us something right now. So I think you're a little over the top. I mean, how do you – the interception in the end zone where he's trying to throw it to Allen Robinson and it gives the Vikings a chance to win the football game. Now, I thought the scheme was terrible. It didn't make any sense to me. First of all, you always should be – somebody should be in the backfield every single time Mitchell Trubisky is either lined up under center or in the gun, period. They go five wide. It's not his skill set. Then they don't move him. And then you've got another cornerback lurking around Allen Robinson because you sent a weird tight end, J.B. Holtz, to the corner. But, again, he showed that when he should have just thrown it away or been incredibly precise, he didn't do it. And those things – they will kill you in the end. So he still has to be better. They won the game, and that's all that matters. Eh. And at the time, Brett Favre, uh, you know, you named it John Elway, the great one. I think Mitch thinks he's got a lot of zing and a lot of pop and a lot of laser beam in that arm, and, and we want him to think that. So I like the balls on that throw. I'm not going to criticize it because we won the game. Yeah, but then you're just all you're doing is talking about the result rather than the process. Give me a pro, give me the guy that does the right process all the time. I'll bet on him. If you we just look at results, then I mean it's fool's gold right there. You're a process guy. Look at your Instagram, Seth Stock, all about process every single day. Whether you get the sale or you don't get the sale, it's the effort that you put into getting the sale because you're going to get the next one if you didn't get that one because you went about your business the right way. Now, Trubisky is a go-about-his-business-the-right-way guy, but there is something in that head of his that doesn't completely compute where he always, to me, that's my biggest criticism of him. He's not processing the field as quick as the elite guys at that position, and that will kill you. I I relate to it, Mark. I've never been accused of being a sharp, fast thinker. Uh, You just got to find some things that you can just do so damn good they can't stop you. And one thing I think with Trubisky is he really puts a, instills a belief. I believe his teammates actually uh, feel, you know, more confident with him on the field than with Nick Foles because at least Trubisky's nope. pouring his heart out there. I, I agree with you on that part. And it was real obvious with Allen Robinson where Trubisky and him have had a bond for a long time. I mean, Robinson gets the football all the time. And with Nick Foles, it wasn't that way. And you could see the frustration mounting with Robinson if you were paying close attention to it. By the way, sign Allen Robinson. 
but I do think oh, that you I, I do think yeah. you can win with I I agree with you on the concept that I think you can win with him if you scheme it up right. He's never going to be elite. But what are your options right now? If you let him go, what are you going to do? Draft a quarterback and play Nick Foles? And maybe you shouldn't look at it for just one year. But Let's see what happens. we got to have Arizona lose one game, and we got to win two. And we're in the playoffs, right? Well, let's just say – That's how it works? Yeah, yes, that's correct. But like, let's just say for argument's sake that they don't get in, but Trubisky plays really well. Then what do you if do? If he wins out, if he wins these – if he goes 4-0, and then what, he'll be on the – all our losses were with Foles. What was what's Trubisky's record as a starter this year? That would be true too. If if uh, he he lost the Green Bay game and he lost the Lions game, um, so he would be as a starter. Then he he would be what would that be? He'd be seven and two if they went out. Is that right? He was he gets credit for the first three, then he lost the two, and then they won. So yeah, he'd be seven and two, which was a little unfair. Yeah, it's a little unfair because the Air, the Atlanta game, he doesn't deserve credit for winning it, but he did technically start it, so he gets credit for it. But regardless, yeah, seven I mean, and two, six and three. Listen, he look look the guy. They went twelve and four his first full year at quarterback with Nagy. Now he sucked, but they did win twelve games. Yeah, the double boinker killed us. That wasn't Trubisky. He actually, if you want to freeze it there for a second, in an NFC uh, that was an NFC Championship game, correct? No, not championship. It was the opening round wild card game. You're uplifting him, but okay, go ahead. It was it was a to, divisional round. To go to the NFC. No, I think that was one game away from going yeah, to the di- Super Bowl. No, no, no. Divisional round. It was first game. He's been in one playoff game. They won the division Bottom at 12. Bottom line is that he drove them with a very limited clock, if you recall, got them and completed like three or four passes, big-time passes, to get him into, what was that, a 33-yarder, 40-yarder? What was that? 43-yard field goal, okay. and it's true. He did. He did. He did, he did rally. what he had to do in a huge time of his life, right? That that that, that wasn't like a meaningless uh, regular season game. That was a massive game. He answered. He played great in that second half. The guy did everything you wish a guy at 23 years old would do. He did it. And then this Matt Nagy, who is, you know, so insecure, so fragile. I mean, you can't blame him. You're working for the most inept ownership in all the sports. Nobody can be confident. And when you're not confident, you're a Jewish husband. You're afraid you're going to get a divorce every day. It's a horrible thing. It has to end, and it starts with the McCaskey. But what Trubisky was dumb enough and was immune to the McCaskey, uh, you know, cancer, and he actually had his false sense of confidence in his swagger. He almost got us to where we were. I mean, he played great. It was when Nagy got bit by the silent gas of the McCaskey family, and, and everybody gets bit by the poison pill of the McCaskey. You lose your confidence. As long as this family owns the team, we're going nowhere. So did you just get really loud because your wife got further away from you and you wanted her to hear how upset you were as the Jewish husband in, in the Boca Raton household? Did that just happen, or did you a just? Of, it's a confluence of a lot of things. The Bears, as you know, I'm inc- I'm wearing a Bears hat right now. Uh, I, I'm incredibly passionate about the Bears, and uh, I, it's been too many years that the McCaskey family has taken the confidence and it out of the the soul out of the organization. Do you look you know, at your guys, Do you look at your mother-in-law like she is Virginia McCaskey? 
at times, yeah, <laughs> at times. There's no question. I mean, you just get the air sucked out of the room, and you have no confidence. Once you lose your confidence, how can you be a great quarterback? How can you be a great head coach? How can you be a good field goal kicker? I mean, if, you know. I mean, I they, they, they were propping up Mitch, though, forever. And they, but they, they also, it was kid gloves. And Mitch is great. Mitch is great. No, he's not. But you guys won't say anything straight because you're worried the guy's going to collapse, which, by the way, is a problem if you actually think your quarterback is going to collapse if you give accurate feedback. And then all of a sudden, the, the feedback started coming in a lot harsher, and then all of a sudden he has a bad uh, interception against Atlanta, and he's pulled out of the game uh, to his complete – he was stunned. The dude – did not see that coming. You remember the look on his face on the sidelines? He was like, I mean, he didn't know where the hell he was. Did my career just come to an end? But everybody who bet at the time that he'll be back, this isn't going to work with Foles, or Foles is going to get hurt, you were right, and that's what's happening right now. We'll see how he plays against the, the Jaguars tomorrow. So he's got to win that, and then they play who? Then they got Green Bay. Yeah, and it's, uh, he's got to win that. If he wins out, you know, then he'll be 4-0 and since being benched. He will have grown. It'll be a great transformation, a great growth for him. He, his value will be, it'll be a legitimate debate on bringing him back, right? A legitimate debate. The debate, will, the, yeah. the debate will be out there, as will the debate be on Ryan Pace, as will the debate be on Matt Nagy. It will be a very, very interesting offseason. Well, if, in the if they squeak into the playoffs and he wins the playoff game, then I think that there is no debate. You sign him and we're going, we still got, we got a journey how much, I mean, it's gonna at that point to me. It still comes down to like you, you put yourself in this position. I'm not going to overpay for Mitchell Trubisky. What's the market? If it makes sense, I'll sign him. If it's not, I'm not going to kill myself financially to keep him. But which is why That's they pro true. they probably should have given him the fifth year extension. But nobody really said that at the time. By the way, real fast as we're wrapping up here, the Northwestern Wildcats are 3-0 and in the Big Ten on the college hoop floor for the first time since 1967. They beat number four Michigan State. They go and win at Indiana. They beat Ohio State today, coming back late to do it. Chris Collins has it going over there. And I feel in pain that I can't go to Welsh Ryan Arena. I know it's one of your favorite places to go, Seth. But this uh, Wildcat team... Could become a big-time story here, so we want to make sure we got it here on the Windy City Podcast. You love Welsh Ryan. You love Chris Collins. You love Glenbrook North. I do. I do. I do. I think Chris Collins and, and, his pop, and his pops are two great basketball guys, and I love that they make Chicago their home. And it, it, just real quick, I haven't been following any hoops. Did he land any four- or five-star recruits? How did they – I mean, those are massive – those are three huge wins you just said. Like, that's incredible. Those are, those are against four- and five-star players on Indiana, Ohio State, and Michigan State. But how did Northwestern beat those three teams? Does Chris Collins finally have the talent? He's recruiting well. I mean, Robbie Barron and Pete Nance are both four-star guys, but they actually haven't been carrying the mail for him. Boo Booey was a three-star guard recruit. He's hitting threes out of his head. Chase Audige is a transfer who's playing well. And Miller Cop, I mean, he's got he's getting decent talent, but they're not, you know, he's he's not pulling in the best talent of the world like the Kentucky Wildcats do. Northwestern is six and one, your Northwestern Wildcats. The Kentucky Wildcats, one and six. 
Never thought that would ever happen in my lifetime, which gives me slash anybody else optimism. You can rise up from anywhere, even if you are the prepubescent 105-pounder leaping, doing doing a a, a jumping jack to get the towel. You can rise from that and and actually uh, become a man someday. Hopefully I'll get there in 10 years. (laughs) I'd love let's talk. Love it. Uh, say that one more time. You just you, you broke up. Let's talk. Say, what? Hey, I, I'll, I'll call you offline to talk about Northwestern hoops. All right, I appreciate it, Seth. Good to <laughs> Seth. Good to be with you, brother. Love you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you. Respect you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Windy City Podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you. We just didn't come to play as a team. I wouldn't necessarily call it a wake-up call. I think it's a, it's reality. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. And it's at this point in the broadcast that I'm going to credit Dave Zaslowski for going to the locks and bagels. I love White Sox Weekly. He is puking coming off the field. He's strapped to a gurney. He's still puking in the gurney. His wife's there. Curveball outside, one and two. And they put his tiny animal butters on him. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.